thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. sure i agree with you 100 percent on your police work there uh, lou yeah what's up everybody hello welcome to the broom view podcast yeah yeah what's the, yeah. the people are calling it something oh uh well it's it's the uh podcast critics are saying is a can't miss slam dunk sleek sexy thrill ride with energy to spare um, mm-hmm. and an mm-hmm. early oscar contender no Wow. Yeah. That's a lot, lot to a, uh, live that, up to. That's but. a lot to digest. That's a lot to digest. It's kind of a combination mm-hmm. of like a, a summer mm-hmm. blockbuster and a, and a prestige picture. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. And I think that's us in a nutshell. <clears throat> it is. It is. It's, uh, I'm, uh, I feel like you're the, I'm, I'm the summer blockbuster. You're the, uh, you're the prestige. Uh, Just based on your shirt. Based on, hey. Let's see. Dixie, Dixie beer. beer, baby. Grandpa's juice. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's Louisiana juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're back two weeks in a row. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah, back on track. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, October was nuts. Luckily, we threw down a ton of great streaming recommendations. So yeah. Well, you should. Yeah, you guys should be just now catching up so mm-hmm. you can listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, have you uh, have you updated the new uh, to the new iOS for i for the phone? Maybe, maybe. Um, the latest I, I've updated it recently. I don't know. So the new podcast app for Apple. Oh, it's terrible! It is, it is so trash. Bad. Yeah, so bad. I actually got a new uh, a new uh, podcatcher. Really? I guess okay. You call that. Yeah. yeah. I I I like I liked the old one. It was fine. Oh, the old one was Why great. Mess with it? And this is like a, you you fall down in some rabbit hole, like trying to find out. And it's uh, so um, the one I got. Let me look here. Uh, Jim actually recommended it to me last night. Um, Again, oh, that guy's a uh, fucking idiot. Overcast is kidding, what it's called, kidding. and it it catches everything. I mean, it has everything that I had on it. I was like typing in all my my new uh, podcast or mm-hmm. all the podcasts I have, and everything's on there, even us. Nice. So nice. Go to Overcast, and then actually, if you if you don't like it, keep it on your app and let it download this app, this podcast. We get more. Yeah. Hit hits. Yeah, the hits keep coming. No, it's it's terrible. So now when I open it, I, as opposed to having everything in tiles, and I had it yes. in I had it in order of priority, I guess. I have to go to library, and then it's going to yes. come up with recently updated. Then I have to go to shows. Shows, yes. Like, and then you have to scroll down through everything alphabetically, which is crap anyways. Well, you, like, can, you can edit that. Um, well, you can. I can't. You, know, well, you don't have to because you, you moved on. He left us. He left us. Well, I, I like it's just frustrating, man. Like, it's why? Because stu- there, there was nothing wrong with it. It had a great user interface. And now, I don't know. Yeah. Well, good luck making any more money, Apple. You guys are going to be, like, done in the next couple years, I'm sure. Tanked. Tanked. I'm calling it right now. So, over. Anyways. Anyways, uh, Anyhow. Uh, You're Andrew. I am. And you must be Brad, then. Yeah. Last time I checked. That that makes this... That's what what gives us that extra edge. Is we know who we are. We know where we stand. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, well, living up to our name, we're going to talk about some brews. Let's talk about it. Let's get on it. Okay. Okay. What are you drinking? Um, well, I'm having a cafe. Oh, I see that. Yes. a Cold brew. A Vietnamese-style coffee stout, and it's brewed with... Uh, Dude, French- that is like the most hipster thing you've ever done, I think. <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> OT came home with it. From uh, her, oh, now I feel bad. Her beer connect at uh, at Whole Foods was like, I really like this. Okay, this is really good. Yeah, and, and I know beer. I know Vietnamese style coffee stouts, best <laughs> coffee stout. Um, it's brewed with French Market cold brew. So, how bad could it be? Um, well, Viet. So, um, there's a big, actually. Vietnamese community down here. There's a big Vietnamese population here. Right. Um, so there is a lot like Vietnamese style um, coffee is kind of popular. It, I mean, it is hipster for sure, for sure. But it's 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 popular in a lot of hip places. But this is like, I guess maybe more more authentic, more of a reflection of the people of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so this is by Urban South. I've been kind of I've been drinking a lot of their stuff lately on this show. Sure. Um, and it's not bad. And my problem with it is uh, if you're a coffee fan, which I know you're not, uh, I had what I think is my favorite use of coffee in a beer. They had a coffee IPA, and it was fantastic. Really? It, it was I, – I, I don't know how you could do it better. It was uh, up until this point, and I've, I've had a pretty fair amount, especially – being someone who works with coffee, I'm always pretty curious um, how they'll pull it off. It was fantastic. Same brewery. Coffee different. IPA. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And it was, you know, golden in color, um, but it had this like roasty aroma. And it 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 just was, it was, it was perfect. Um, we talk about drinkability. You know, it's not one of those where you like, you know, you have one, and you're like, "Oh, that was interesting." One and done. I could, I could drink that all night. I think, and uh, it was fantastic. So going into this, I was disappointed. Uh, I gave it a three on Untapped, which still, you know, that's above the the half threshold, three caps. Um, but it's it's a stout that it just kind of drinks like a brown ale. You know, just that mild. Like, it's dark in color, but it's really, you know, light-bodied, just clean finish. Um, mountain body, mountain taste. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a, a, it's fine. It's it's a, a lot better than, than uh, some of the other stuff I've had in the recent past, but it just... It's in it's in the shadow of its its own success of Urban South's success. So, bump, bit of a bummer. Well, that, yeah, that well, look, still three is still. I mean, I'm still I'm still giving it its props. It's a it's, yeah. It's, you're it's, above the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. Actually, I am above the Mason Dixon. I'm below. You're it. well south. Yeah. And I'm in what they call the dirty south. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, yeah interesting. Interesting, because like uh, not only would it be you know a coffee stout is good, but a cold brew coffee stout is I I wouldn't know how to distinguish between the two, you know. Um, cold brew is just kind of the the flavor of the yeah. I mean, you get more of the flavor. Well, cold brew is just it's like the flavor of the month right now. Oh, like cold brews are very popular. What it is, um. Is it's a coffee that has basically just been steeped, mm-hmm. like yeah. you just you just I leave get... it at room temperature for uh, like twenty to twenty four hours, so it's a smooth smooth cup of cold coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell when it's in a beer? I would I would guess no. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, you had a beer that I like. Oh really? Really? I, I really? well, to be fair. I had it at a tasting, and the f- the further down the line you get during the tasting, the better the beers are. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> the more the sure. more generous you are with those ratings. Yes. But I'm a fan of this um, beer. So uh, I went uh, uh, this weekend. I had some time off. We went up to the cabin, our cabin that uh, my in-laws have, and mm-hmm. uh, my wife, my son, and 
my dog and actually my niece went up with us to help with the son, not really help with the son, but just to get away from her other brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, we had a great time. Um, and one of the nights you have Wegmans, you know what Wegmans is, right? I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So, so Wegmans is a, um, for us for in, in the Northeast anyways, is a, um, like a high-end grocery store. I get maybe you could uh, maybe not a whole foodsish thing, but like you can go in and it's like uh top to bottom full service type of place. You can mm-hmm. go in and get beer, you can go in and get like finished food, you can get sushi, you can get um any like they have all the different uh styles of food you can get. There's a big salad bar, there's like mm-hmm. all these things. It's like high-end, right? They put all the money into it and it's worth going to. And it's actually like if you want to go out and grab something to eat, you go to Wegmans, you can go to Wegmans and like you can get like if you're feeling one way or any other, your significant other is feeling another way, mm-hmm. you can get that. And you can also you can build a six pack or grab a six pack or whatever. Um, and we went there and we got some I got some decent sushi. Uh, my wife got some pizza. I think my son got some pizza. And yeah. So anyways, I got this uh, six pack of Space Dust IPA. Mm-hmm. from Wegmans so that's a long way to talk about like I'm bragging about going to Wegmans anyways oh. um, wow. so <laughs> this is a uh, uh, it's an American IPA mm-hmm. 8.2% ABV and 62 IBU mm-hmm. and um, I guess what this beer is is just it's a it's a it's a placeholder it's it's it hits all the marks that everything like it's a a technically good beer, but like mm-hmm. there was nothing, no pizzazz to it for me. Um, um, it, it didn't leave any like, uh, heavy notes afterwards. Didn't hit me on the front end, like drinking it. And like, I didn't get a, a, a nose full of hops. It was just, uh, I mean, it was just, a it was, a a smooth drinking IPA in which it, in, in and of itself is fine, mm-hmm. uh, at 8.2%, but like, uh, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, didn't it didn't it uh, blow my skirt up at okay. any point. Um, oh. I, I like. It's not bad. I could drink it. Like, and I did. I drank a six pack of it within, like, you know, in two days. You know, I drank like two or three that night, and then I, we came home the next mm. day, and I drank the rest of them that night. And I mean, they were fine. It was just wasn't like I'm going to go out and get another case of this. You know what okay. I mean? So I gave yeah. it a two point or three point five, I think. Um, on or no, three point two five. I mm-hmm. probably give it a three point five because mm-hmm. I'm being a little bit harsh on it. I just, I just wasn't blown away. It was like I wanted something fun from that little trip, and maybe it was a little bit of expectation mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. uh, lacking. Um, and I was just a little disappointed. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, I, I mean. You could do a lot worse. Trust me. I mean, this is not a bad beer by any means. It's just like I wasn't impressed by it. And I'll like I don't think I'll ever like go search it out and be like, oh, this I I I'm gonna have this one. You mm-hmm. know. Whereas I took a case of um, uh, Live Free or Die IPA up with me, the Blood Orange, mm. uh, and that's from Second Amendment or no? Is it First Amendment Brewing? Twenty first. For, Twenty First Amendment. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yes. yes. No, I, I, first and Second Amendment. So mm-hmm. that makes twenty first. Yes. Um, as long as you uh, get the second one first. 
Yes. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I had that with me, and that's such like a smooth, tight beer. I mean, it just goes down so uh, so smooth, and it gives you that nice orange, like great orange punch at the back end of it like you know that finishing mm -hmm. uh notes of it you know so i was kind of maybe compared to that and uh maybe that maybe that's like a palate like kind of palate killer type beer you know where you know what, the next thing you go to it kind of everything's kind of ruined for it but mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. uh yeah uh like you could do a lot worse so if it's on tap check it out see what you think uh, you, I know you. You said you liked it. I um, did like it. Where did yes. you have it at? Um, I I had it tasting uh, in in Florida. So okay, came out yeah. of the can. It wasn't draft or anything, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I liked it. So like I said, it, it uh, well, it, if it let's say you want a high ABV, but mm -hmm. not all the hops, because like it, let's face it, like it's hard to get a high IBU or a hard a high ABV without the high IBU. What this is one yeah. of those ones where I mean it's 62 which is you know relatively high. But like for most of the ones, you know, you're matching like if you got 82 8.2 ABV, you're getting an 82 IBU at the same yeah. time or you know as as your IB, or ABV rises your IBU goes up as well. So like if you're not a big hops fan, like you're you're kind of limited in what like the ABV that you can drink. Yeah. That's true. So. True, true. Anyway. Indeed. Anyways, uh, before we yeah. move on, I, uh, well, I don't know. Is there anything else going on in, in the beer world for you? Uh, well, nothing really other than the people that uh, kind of hang out with us. Uh, Mr. Tyler from uh, Hartford. Well, he's in Hartford, Wisconsin. Oh, I had a spandex go. glitter and Eggos Ooh. from Pizza Boy Brew. What? How'd he get that? I have no idea. That's contraband. Is that is across state lines. I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay. That's contraband. It is. Uh, Matt K had a black horse, or house, black house, mm -hmm. uh, from Modern Times Beer at Stout Oatmeal. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Orangefield had a. Uh, wow. I don't know how he got this. He Pop had a pizza boy, too? No, that'd be, that'd nuts. be fascinating. Like I'd be, I'd be very. Then I would know he like lives next door. Yeah, and he's just fucking with me. Yeah. Um, he had a hopopotamus. Mm. I think I, I've had that before, but unless this is like a different version of it, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I, you know I like what? It. Uh, uh, Tyler's gonna like. He's gonna uh, tag his uh, where he's drinking at, like next door like at ryan's house <laughs> so and jk had a i don't even know what that's called x-o-c-o-v-e-z-a oh, uh, some uh, molly's really good at pronouncing it okovera or something kosovea yeah the stone right yeah what do you what do you rate that uh, four two five. So you must like it. Yeah, it's a, I, a stout I, imperial milk ale or milk stout. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a uh, Mexican hot chocolate. Really? Yeah. So a little cinnamony. If, it's like a Socovesa. Socovesa. Maybe. Yeah. It's like right? X O C O. I don't know. Uh, you'll recognize it if you're at the if at your bottle shop or wherever. Um. 
but that's that's good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it looks it. Uh, he he liked it. I and I trust his judgment, even though I've never met him. You should trust his judgment. He uh, he had a um, he was serving Sweetwater four twenty IPA at his uh, at his wedding. So oh, that's that's pretty good. That's a nice light drinking beer right there. Yeah. I like that. Yep, I mean, got to represent. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what sucks is like when I, because I, I've been, um, I play beer league hockey, right? Mm-hmm. And basically the beer of choice is, it's either Labatt Blue or mm-hmm. Molson, right? And which are okay. Like when you come off the ice, you're thirsty and you crack one, yeah. it goes down pretty easy. Both those beers are are. Are great, but yeah. it's like once in a while. Hey, give me something. Give me a little uh, substance. Give me some. Yeah, let me get a taste. Let me get yeah. a taste. No, I get that. I get that. I get that. So, um, anyways, um, yeah, yeah just, we're just, on Untapped. I'm talking about all those guys, mm-hmm. and they are on Untapped. Yeah, we don't have how many fem- females, ladies, chicks, hotties. Uh, well, oh, I really. Well, that's not going to get any of them. Wasn't it? <laughs> I'm nagging them. Yes. That's the uh the pickup artist taught me that. Yes. <laughs> no, uh the our, our female fan base is probably dwindling at best. Yes. And uh, uh, she's, uh, she's I might have upstairs knocked, right yeah. now sleeping. Yeah. And I might have uh turned it off altogether with shooting off at the mouth. Um Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not seeing it. Not seeing any uh, ladies on the old Untapped. Nope. Uh, I think that's more of a male-centric thing anyways. It's like a competition-type thing. Uh, yeah, you get I, your, I have your badges. Get your badges. You know, my my badges are bigger than yours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type thing. You know what they say, flash the badge. Mm-hmm. Smash the can of beer. <laughs> Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. anyways uh, untapped is great we're on there brew and view pod but I kind of had a it dawned on me today something I'm I'm getting kind of frustrated about a lot let us have it a lot of yoga going on in tap rooms what is that what is that yeah can't we just go and drink is it like during the day, like midday type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Don't if care. it's like, what is it? The Beak Room yoga? Like the hot yoga? Like I could understand it. Like let's get hot and sweaty and like get, you know, parched. You can do that sitting still if you're drinking enough. Beak Room yoga, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know much. I don't know much. I But... <laughs> I'm talking about there's maybe three places around here that I know of that that have standing yoga appointments. Um I'm I'm on Revolution in Chicago. I'm on their website the other day. They're doing yoga. Hmm. What happened to just drinking and socializing? We I I I don't get it. Is it, yeah. it might be they're just going for for another demographic. I mean, they got us already. Well, 
And I'm thinking, like, if it's in the middle of the day, like, it might be slow. If it's during the week, it might be slow. Like, let's 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 get a crowd in here that we're cool with. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you the don't... crowd isn't going to be real rambunctious. You know? Yeah, you're, you're not having clan rallies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not going to be a, uh, you know, let's uh, let's go downward dog mm-hmm. and hey, let's chug some beers. <laughs> you know, it's going to be That's more. Good. We'll go to uh, Dogfish Head, have some Namaste. Yeah. And uh, hey, I've got a bottle of Namaste in in my fridge, courtesy yeah. of Mister Brennan. There you go. <sighs> I know how you feel. It's okay. I just okay. So so you haven't come across this. I'm gonna start no. taking. Oh, I'm no. gonna start I mean, taking pictures. My line of work. <laughs> I, I'm, when I come across yoga, mm. it's it's like, you know, well, I'm we're all look. About... We're all making fun of it, and we're like, mm. as I say, we're all. It's just, it's not really in my wheelhouse yeah. right now. Right. right. And I love yoga. I've done yoga. Did I ever? T- I told. I told this on Spain Avoid. Mm-hmm. I had a. Uh, yoga teacher like the first yoga teacher i ever had like i only took like handful classes and i'd like it i do because i think it's good for your core and all that stuff and it's fun and you know you get that uh you get a weird uh workout for me but my uh my uh yoga teacher had a speech impediment <laughs> and nice. like it was all <laughs> and this is like i don't want to make fun of her too much because she was into it and she really liked it and like she was i was in this like her training class like she was had just like graduated or whatever and she was just trying to get uh, a clientele lined up and it, but it was all down with dog mm-hmm. you know and uh it was she had uh, just a just a light speech impediment that mm-hmm. uh made it hard to hold your poses while i was chuckling deep inside <laughs> that does fun. sound like a core workout <laughs> yes Downward dog. Oh wow! Sounds yeah. like a uh, coworker I used to have. Yes, he was often referred to as that British boy. Yes, in drive-through. <laughs> like he, he's he's from here. Yes, he's, he's from Florida. Yeah. I know. Mm. And but the the, the Florida oh, wow. folks didn't know any better. No, they didn't. Oh, no. Oh wow. Will we oppose? Boyvin. Warrior one. <laughs> That's good. Warrior two. This should be the show. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, not related, but I'm I'm getting news now that Reddit has banned the incel subreddit. Oh no way! <laughs> That's what Matt said. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's apt. <laughs> said, but no shit, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys have done your job. Yeah. You've like you've taken them down. Yeah. Like I've... you should. That should be on like the masthead on the uh, the Mavs uh, uh, website. Mm-hmm. No. Got our incels banned from yeah. Reddit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. No, I know. I'm. I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not just coming across in my day-to-day life, but, well, I guess I am because I do a lot of drinking. Um, these tap rooms. I'm going to start taking pictures. I'm going to – we got our Twitter, Bruinview Pod. Yeah. I'm going to post them because I, I, I'm just – I'm beside myself. I don't understand. Actually, you know what? We'll do, we'll do that. I, how many episodes did I say, like, probably a year ago, I said, oh, we should do an Instagram one. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Instagram. Yeah. That's for looking at chicks, bro. Yeah. That's but. actually, I've, I follow a ton of breweries on Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's a good way to stay up to date. Anyways, yes, um, any any final thoughts on the beer beer part of this? Nah, I'm good. I like it. All right, yeah. It's a on. little too much. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, too much is not enough when it comes to beer. Hmm. All right. Well, we made we made good on the brew promise. We did. Yeah, it's time time to move forward. You assigned me a movie last week. I did. A movie from 2007 that was uh, a glaring omission mm-hmm. on my uh, on my watch list. So I'm I'm glad that I it made its way to Netflix and I could uh, could knock it out. Um, I watched uh, the movie Michael Clayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was written and directed by Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy doing the. Um, the writing for the Bourne series, uh, as well as some. Uh, oh, he he wrote uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, recently. Yep. So, well, this is this is the movie, and I know like Tilda Swinton is a uh, a kind of a. Uh, it's a. It's an acquired taste. She's an acquired taste. I don't think everyone really likes her. I love her. Like anything she's in, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Even um, like the first part of uh, what's that, Okja, right? Yeah. I loved her in it. Yeah, she was she was funny for a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I like Tilda Swinton. Um, so uh, written and directed by Tony Gilroy, it's the uh, the story of a law firm that brings in its fixer. To remedy the situation, after a lawyer has a breakdown while representing a chemical chemical company that he knows is guilty in a multi-billion-dollar class action suit. <clears throat> so uh, Tilda Swinton mentioned, she's great. George Clooney is great. Tom, Tom Wilkinson. Wilkinson is next level. Yeah, he fucking he was does it right. Fantastic <laughs> in this movie. Um, so he he is the. Uh, the lawyer who has the breakdown, um, and and he's he's in he's definitely the most interesting character um, because you don't know he's he's uh, he's manic depressive, but he's also um, a good point of view character for the the moral compass of this story, right? And, right, uh, right, right. So so he just he's a very well fleshed out, multifaceted character. And uh, you find out that he was he was up to some stuff that uh, mm. that Michael Clayton has to come in, and he has to clean it up while also dealing with his own uh, family issues, his his monetary issues, his uh, gambling addiction. Um, so the so this is, it's interesting. This guy is 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 a fixer who uh, has a lot of stuff that he he needs he needs remedied in his his day to day life too. Um, just a, a really good, um, uh, George Clooney's a great kind of, uh, tortured soul with a job to do type guy. Um, yeah. And, uh, Tilda Swinton, there's, there's, um, one scene in particular that was so, um, well, 
well scripted, well shot, well acted, well edited. Where she is just um, in the lobby there, right, right outside the. Well, when she she's getting ready for her day, that was that, right. Oh, um, oh, yes, 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 yes. And she's she's like practicing in front of the mirror what she's gonna say and and at getting ready for her day, and then it cuts to her kind of perfectly executing that thing that you just saw her practicing. Um, well, she's very composed and put together in this, I, I think it's a deposition and, um, it just keeps cutting back to her just methodically deciding what she's going to say and then cutting forward to her delivering that just a oh, great, great scene. Great scene. Yeah. Um, great, uh, opening monologue. Yeah. I would, I would like, I would describe this as like a movie, like a death by a thousand cuts, because like mm-hmm. every little piece of it is good, right? Yeah. And like it, and it's just all interwoven. And by the end, you're just sitting there, just bleeding out, and just like this is great. I yeah. Mean, you know? Yeah. It's a oh man, it it is just a well, uh, it's a well crafted, well put together movie, and just great. incredibly oh, great. well acted. Like yeah. Well, Tilda Swinton won. Um, Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in the mm-hmm. in the uh, 2008 Academy Awards, mm-hmm. um, but it was also it was nominated for Best Picture, um, Best Performance George Clooney, uh, Best Performance in a, by an actor in a supporting role for Tom Wilkinson, which I you know I, I should have looked up what won because he was fantastic. Um, well, that that feels like that feels right around like. Um... Uh, well, uh, it might have been Heath Ledger. Either that or um, um, Christoph Waltz for Inglorious Bastards, right around that area too. It may, it might have been either one of those, but yeah, because it was the um, 2007 movie. Well, uh, it was Javier Bardem for oh. No No Country for Old Men. Well. That's a that's a tough oh that's category. weird. So so Heath Ledger won in two thousand nine. Mm. Huh. I, thought, when did, I uh, thought Dark Knight when did came out Waltz in oh seven. Um, I guess when was Inglorious Bastards? It had to be uh, two thousand ten. Yeah, it must have been two thousand ten because the movie came out in oh nine, yeah. and then the the awards are in February. The actually? next year, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Little history lesson there. Recent there history lesson. Um, but worthy of it. Well, I mean, worthy oh, yeah. of the nomination. And, absolutely. And like, absolutely. So In a so different great. year that wasn't, you know, Heath Ledger or mm-hmm. uh, Javier or Christoph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've really never seen him like this. Like I'm not, yep. I, I, I think he's a. He's and a you've fine seen actor. him in about a million things. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's a recognizable face, but he just was. Uh, well, he was, was uh, 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 Falcone in Batman yeah, Begins. Batman Begins. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah. So. Um, Great movie, and you're you're absolutely right. It is one of those things where where every little piece of the, the story hits you, and um, by the end there, you're just a, a bit stunned. I would say, yeah. So just yeah, fantastic script, fantastic performances, fantastic directing, um, 
and uh, so I, I I gave it an eight. Um, nice. Yeah, I watched I watched it yesterday, so still kind of digesting it. It's it's um, but I think it's a great movie. It's streaming on Netflix, and I highly recommend it. If this is if this is something you haven't seen, and you've been listening to this show for a while, I think um, you you have. You you owe it to yourself to to give this one a watch. So, Michael Clayton, two thousand seven, Netflix. Very good, very good, very good. Very, very I, um, good. Yeah, yes, it's a it's a great flick. Yes. great flick, and it's like forgotten. It really is. It's like no one really talks about. It. Like no, and, no. Well, yeah. Here's here's one thing that I think uh, that you maybe suffer from because you've been like you've cord cutted uh, quite a while ago, right? I mean, you haven't had cable mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. any of that stuff for a while right yes um i mean this is one of those movies that does show up on like tnt tv uh tbs type oh, okay. thing like every once in a while it will have its run um because it is such a good movie and it's like it's not it's like uh you know it's not a hard watch at all it's mm. it's it's one of those movies that it's not um it's an investment but it's not hard a lot of the movies like um well i'm just thinking like well a movie you don't like but like with another movie like with tilden swinton in it that i thought was really good like uh let's uh we need to talk about kevin Kevin. and um you know where they're well-made heavy movies but Mm -hmm. like this is kind of uh family friendly i guess you know you think of tbs tnt that kind of thing um, yeah, you're thinking more family friendly or it's, like it's Shawshank, non offensive. Right. Yeah, I, I mean this would go over a lot of young heads. Um, yes, for sure. But, but like uh, you know, during right around the holidays when people are sitting around, mm-hmm. oh, Michael Hayden's on. Let's yeah, it's it. a good, good movie. Um, George Clooney though, he doesn't look good for his age. He looks good. Like everyone, th- I think everyone thinks he's older than he is. He's he was forty five in this movie, and he looks about like early fifties. Right, I, and that's I've just, I that's always been that a weird people... thing to me. He's a handsome guy for sure. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't look like he looks he's older old than he for is. A long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and that's that's another thing. I like. More I never power understood to him. with. I never I never understood with like people saying, you know, they're trying to hide their age, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Like if you if someone says like for me I'm 40 years old and then mm-hmm. you know how do you think I am? Well, you look, you know, I look 35. Ah, jokes on you. I'm 40, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't mind telling people I'm older than you know. Yeah, that's you're just fooling yourself, boy. Hey, I mean he's he's not the one saying he looks good for his age. To be fair, but it's just yeah. something that that's always kind of stuck with me because he's not that old. He he looks old. He just he went gray young, and I think that people just think that he's like, oh my god, he's he's fifty, but he looks like a forty year old. I'm like, yeah, he's actually he's, look- he's actually thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> mathematically, that makes no sense. Uh, no. no, it just it's just a weird thing because um, I I was watching it with OT, and and it does come up that he's he's like forty. In the movie, and she's like, "Why is he playing a forty-five-year-old?" 
It's like, I don't know. And so I looked up and he, he would be he like 45, 46 when, when he was filming this. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and she was saying he, he was like, how is he passing for a 45 year old? Hmm. Well, yeah. So, so it's not life's, just life's hard, man. It's not just me. It's the ladies yeah. too. Um, handsome guy, but he, uh, he's, he, he looks, he looks older than he is. <laughs> it's always been such a weird thing to me. Uh, but anyways, that, uh, should in no way impact your viewing of, uh, or maybe it's shout of, uh, of a Michael Clayton. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, you assign me a movie. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, we can, I'm going to, I'm going to assign it to you again. Okay. Let's just sounds good. Let's just say I that. Didn't watch it. <laughs> it's all good. I like. I mean, I don't know if he like. Maybe it's a like a slap in the face. Like, fuck you. I'm not going to watch this movie. <laughs> but I mean, we're going to have a conversation about it hey. one way or the other. Uh, but yeah, you assigned me the conversation. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, I was when I when I go to the cabin. I am actually like I am off the grid because I have no cell phone signal or anything. I can't stream anything nothing like that i i started it i got through the opening not even well i got through the opening uh credits Mm -hmm. and the like the 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 high up shot of everything going on and yeah i just didn't finish it Mm -hmm. but i did watch a lot of other movies and i'm sorry about that and i will i promise to watch it by next week i am okay (laughs) i promise to possibly check it out but I did watch another a bunch of other movies. All yes. Right, so let's get into um, it. So let me get let me get some of the bad ones out of the way. Okay. Because I I watched, uh, I mean I I watched probably in total probably six movies, mm. and um, I want to talk about four of them, and only one really stuck out or stood out. Okay. Uh, one was really not good. Uh, the Dark Tower, which came out this year, mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba, uh, based on Stephen King like uh, series of novels, and uh, it's it was it got crushed at the box office. And it, yeah. it, like there's no. It's a shame because like it's it's a very popular uh, series of books, but like for me, uh, watching the movie, it was it uh, I. I uh, texted or Fredo through our mm-hmm. our uh, uh, a Twitter account and and was asking him about it and it was uh, it felt like a lot of lip service to the fans of it like trying to force everything into it and at the at the uh, not at the risk I guess but at the uh, not the behest at the at uh, it it suffered. Mm-hmm. Uh, from it, uh, it it just was not good. It was very dull hmm. and just plotting and just it's just more like show, 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 show. Mm-hmm. You know, or tell well more tell, 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 tell instead of show. Um, it was it just wasn't very good. Uh, uh, but I did watch, uh, and this is one of my guilty pleasures uh the newer the newest jack reacher mm-hmm. uh, movie never go back 
which I am a huge fan of the series of books by Lee Child, uh, Jack Reacher, and uh, Tom Cruise stars in this joint, and he is a he is not what I in envision jack reacher to be but they do incorporate a lot of the storylines from a lot of the books in this movie as well as the first movie and it's worth it if you are a fan of it it actually feels like a a late 90s early 2000s hey we got a star we got a decent storyline hey watch this movie Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a kind of a crime thriller genre type thing actiony thing and uh it it would fall well into like an Ashley Judd type movie uh, genre, like like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, it doesn't belong in this, in this, uh, it's one of those middling movies like that $30 million movie, which isn't really a thing right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. but for the hardcore readers, it's, it's, it's worth a watch. <clears throat> I, well, uh, I gave The Dark Tower a four. I gave Jack Reacher Never Go Back a seven because I just really liked it. Good. Um, but I also watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't. And I feel like that says a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it, it really wasn't through any fault of like why I didn't like the first one because I loved the first one. You loved the yeah. first one. It was sure great. Do. It was fun, like refreshing great just uh a breath of fresh air right absolutely a surprise um, hit. yeah uh this one it just it just fell flat i mean mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. tried to incorporate the humor and they i think they were they overdid it a little bit and um uh the the music cues and stuff that came in like um i think the first one relied on stuff that you kind of knew this one was what stuff that like you you knew that was you had really forgotten and was trying to like oh remember this one hey yeah. remember this one hey come on remember this one yeah. please remember this one and <laughs> uh, it just please. it really felt flat like it, they were really trying on this one and then, I mean there were some funny parts um, Drax was really good in it like he was so much better than he was in the last one yeah. Um, uh rocket was fine uh but like the overall story <clears throat> was a um it, it it like they got to the point of it and i thought they were going somewhere else and then they just stayed on this storyline for the rest of the movie which i was not interested in and it's just it was about uh, uh peter quill's father yeah and they just beat that into the ground, literally, at some points, <laughs> and uh, it, uh, it it just didn't hold up, man. I gave it, I gave it a six. Yeah, uh, there were some funny parts in it. Uh, the Ravagers parts were fun. Um, Michael Rooker was was actually like because he's not a good actor; he's just a recognizable face. Yeah, yeah. and like um, a, a brash personality. Uh, but he was actually he was one of my favorite parts of the movie too. Him and uh, so all the blue people in the movie were were good. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week, where when you have no expectations and something like this uh, is a surprise hit, it's so hard to follow. We were talking about that with Stranger Things. Stranger Things came out of seemingly nowhere and just it it hit everybody in the sweet spot that 
Guardians of the Galaxy kind of hit the same way. Right. Um, and there, it's, and- it's hard to do it twice because the second time there, this is something that was a surprise with, uh, with low to no expectations. Mm-hmm. And the second time it's, it's got a rabid fan base and, and the expectations are high. So, and what I think, what I think happened was like, they, like they had to do the guardians of the galaxy thing and they had to just introduce the characters, right. Mm-hmm. And they had to make a storyline out of those characters yep. where, and they, they did a little bit. I, I'm, I'm sure they did with the Cree and all that stuff. They, they had some storyline. Now I'm, I'm sure that they took the storyline for this movie and it was probably the, uh, the, th- the theme of, uh, uh, some kind of comic run, mm-hmm. um, that people would recognize. And I have no, like interest or and or recollection 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 uh no remembrance of the the any of the guardians of galaxy stuff and i'm sure they tried to cram some of that in and that sometimes can be uh a hindrance on a movie because like if it's not a good storyline then why did if I haven't read it before and like, I'm not like, Oh, that's, that's that thing. Oh, that's that thing. Yeah. Then why the fuck do I care? Like, I don't care. That's and it, it, it kind of fell flat for me. Um, I was looking forward to it and I was like happy because, uh, uh, my niece that went up with me to the cabin, she was like, Oh, it's really good. And I did get to watch uh Spider-Man homecoming with her and my son mm-hmm. again, which I, I watched it for the third time now. And I still love it. It's good. It's so good. Um, I was going to say Tom Hiddleston, but no, it's not Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Tom, what's his name? Holland. Holland, yes. Uh, really, really good. I love that movie. And yes, so good, so good, so good, so good. So I'm going to, I have one more to talk about, but I want you to talk because I've been talking for a long, 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 long time. Um, you, you're good. Uh, I've been trying to, I haven't really been watching a lot of movies. Um, and, and this kind of goes back to what you and I were talking about beforehand. It's so easy to sit down and commit to to 22 minutes here and 22 minutes there. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I just I really don't like having to stop and start with movies. I like to just kind of be fully invested, you know, put put my phone in the other room, turn turn the lights down, all that. Um, so uh, I've lately been getting back into a show that I um I don't think you're a fan of I believe um or you just you you were able to pick out that it's it's not for you pretty quickly but I've been watching a lot of uh Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah and uh yeah it's it's (laughs) it's a lot of narcissism for sure yeah <laughs> um, I, but yeah. it, it's so Larry David is is one of the co-creators of Seinfeld and and George Costanza is the character based off, uh, off of Larry David and uh, the more people I meet who aren't big fans of Seinfeld their common complaint is that they hate George Costanza and uh, my response is I hate you <laughs> and <laughs> George Costanza has done more for me than you ever will. Get out of my face. Um, and uh, so, that, I, mean, I mean, that's just a great indicator. I've never even bothered with, with OT. She hates George Costanza. So why, why would I even subject myself to, to her complaining about Larry David? Yeah. Um, who is George Costanza on 11? 
Yeah. Un- I mean, I've unhinged. seen maybe a handful of episodes. I mean, you really is... you can see enough to know whether you like it or not. And it starts out really low budget. I remember I didn't really know what it was. And I was kind of not sure if it was a reality show or not. Yeah, I mean, it feels that way, the way it's shot. It's shot really lo-fi. There seems to be little to no, like, real, like, art direction. It's just kind of, like, point and shoot. Right. Um, Well, it is a phenomenon because, like, it's, when was the last season? I mean, it's, it's been almost like five years since the last season, I think. Probably. And so, like, and and for the the clamoring for this next, this, I mean, everyone's like insane. It's great, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, that's impressive to uh, pull that off. And maybe the, it, maybe it's good that you take your time and like, hey, let's make something good instead. Mm-hmm. Let's make something a lot. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's make a lot of something while we can. And I mean, that's um, Jerry Seinfeld is famous for walking away from millions of dollars an episode because he mm-hmm. he wanted to make something good, and he said, "Well, you know, I don't I don't think I've got anything left, so we're yeah. done." Um, and uh, it's it's uh, streaming on Amazon Prime now, so that's how I've been been watching it and i really oh cool yeah i really like it and then i've been watching a lot of uh an an animated show from from mtv it's i don't think it's streaming anywhere but i've got a dvd box set uh the show daria i don't know if you remember that one oh you i remember you talking about it yeah yeah that was a big fan of that follow-up to yeah uh, beavis and butthead yeah it's a very loose spin-off um Dario was like their neighbor. Is in uh, a does couple Mike episodes. Judge, is he, is He's he not a, involved no. at all. No. Yeah, so it, it really is very loose, and it's very it's nothing. It has that through line um, for like for trivia's sake, but honestly, other than that, it's it's nothing like it. Uh, it's a pretty. Uh, I I think it's a pretty smartly written show, and uh, unfortunately, it was. It was when it was on MTV. They they used a lot of like current music to uh, to kind of tie it into to popular music culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but they couldn't they can't couldn't get the rights to that was that weird time where DVDs weren't really a thing yet. So right. they didn't they don't have rights to reproduce it for like home video consumption. Yeah. Um, so they actually went back and like overdubbed all the music. So uh, I don't know if it's better or worse. I, I would be kind of interested to to hear what what music was playing. Yeah. Um, just to kind of like reflect on what I'm sure was just mostly bad music trends. Yeah. But well, it's but, a, a time uh, of a time and place. It's of a time and place. But the 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 show itself, it feels very. Um, it reminds me a lot of John Hughes where they they take they treat teenagers like people yeah and uh and I, and I always appreciate that cuz i i dig i've grown up and am still but just grew up such a big fan of John Hughes so a lot no. of a lot of tv for me this past couple of weeks so, cool yeah very good um yeah. Um, one of the weird things for me is uh, in the last uh, couple months, 
is watching uh, movies and stuff with my and, and TV with my son. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm I'm constantly, you know, of course, like a movie like Michael Clayton, I have no like I never flip to this. But like a lot of the stuff like, uh, you know, uh, the Guardians movie, mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking, you know, will my son watch it? You know, and, and can I introduce him to this or, I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm fascinated by. Oh, uh, oh, oh, shit, shit. What do we watch? Oh, we watch uh, Jumanji. We watched okay. Jumanji this week, and it was great. He loved it, right? <laughs> um, uh, he had a lot of fun with that. That was great. Like it, those kind of things are are you know depending on the age and you know there was a little couple scary parts. What was yeah. the follow up? Uh, Zutharia. Zuth- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was the the board game with uh, it was like uh, in space. Uh, not Zach Braff, but. Uh, uh, what's his name? The other Zach-ish guy, um, married to, uh, uh, damn it, Zutharia, Zutharia, um, I had no idea how to spell it, so I don't have an idea. Um, so anyways, uh, he, he watched that Zutharia movie up at the mm-hmm. cabin. Then we came back here and we watched uh, uh, Jumanji, right? So, mm-hmm. like, those kind of movies, it's fun to revisit those movies, right? You know, uh, um, it's weird because Jumanji came out in uh, uh, in 1995, just like one year or two years after uh, Jurassic Park. But the CGI is so... So much worse mm-hmm. than what Jurassic Park was, right? I mean, and like you look back at uh, Jumanji. I mean, that's that's a kind of a, a an iconic movie, right? Like it's a uh, I remember what, it. right. You remember it, mm-hmm. but it's not like um, it's not as good as you know Jurassic Park. But it was fun to watch, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I go, I get a chance, and I get off work early on. What was it? Th- Tuesday? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely yeah. was Tuesday because yep. it was uh, Tightwad Tuesday. There you go. Yeah. I'm and I get, I get a chance to go, and I'm like, well, I only have like three hours, uh, a three-hour time window here, and there's only mm-hmm. two movies that are playing while I can watch this. And um, I wanted to go see it because it was still in theaters, uh, and, but it's not playing till like 7 o'clock. There's only two showing. So what's the big movie out this week? It is uh, – it is uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm thinking, okay, well, can I, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, eh, the first one, my son can watch, but I like kind of hide his eyes at certain points. Mm-hmm. The second one, I wouldn't even make, make him watch it because there's not that much fun, like kid fun in it. Not not a lot of fun. Yeah. Bummer. Um, Thor Ragnarok. There's some eh, a couple scary parts, mm-hmm. but you know who's gonna love this and love it forever? Hmm. He has two thumbs. Uh, this guy. Oh, okay. I love this movie so much, Thor Ragnarok. Good. Yes. Uh, like, okay, so I know, like, you have um, uh, not disdain for Thor, but you have no time for Thor. I think, like, you're like, it's not it. like you hate, hate him, but you're no, just like, no, I hate. Uh, I'm. I never want to see Tom Hiddleston again, uh, and he's the weakest character in 
in a franchise that that I uh, I'm feeling fatigue from. So really, yes, really hate <clears throat> Tom Hiddleston. Never understood it. Never understood the the clamoring for his. Well, okay. Here's Loki. here's what I like about Thor, and like I like I know you don't like it, and like Thor Thor series is like why they doing a second one, why they doing a third one, mm-hmm. you know, like you know why would they do this? But I really like uh, Chris Helmsworth, and I like I love his character in like in the first movie, he's like this big dumb like this uh, Asgardian guy, and you know, it maybe it's kind of corny and all that stuff, and yeah, I get it. I still liked it, and I liked the second That's one fine. a little bit. It was it, it got kind of like depressing with like all the like serious stuff and you know like the elves like the evil elves and stuff like this 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 movie is not that this is a buddy comedy between two big dumb avengers well, well i'm already in you know i love buddy right comedy. it's it's hulk and and it's not bruce banner it's hulk in uh thor like mm-hmm. just big dumb handsome green and or uh uh you know asgardian mm-hmm. it, it uh, this movie is is chock full. Okay, so the guy that uh, directed this um, is the same guy that did Taika what we do Ratiti. in the shadows. Yeah, um, he's he's of that uh, uh, Flight of the Concords uh, crew, right? Yes, and he, he, you feel that the whole way through. He actually plays a character in this movie. Um, uh, his name is uh, Taika Watahi or Watati, and. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually plays a character in the movie. Uh, uh, I don't know what his the character's name is. I, Korg. The Rock. What's that? Korg. Yes. 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 And he's a very funny comic relief in a comic relief full movie. I mean, we got um, oh, there's cameos. There's mm-hmm. funny cameos. Um, like what you wouldn't even expect. Like I want to tell you about it, but like I don't think do it. it's actually worth. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> it's worth going to see this in the theaters. Okay. <clears throat> uh, for you, like, God damn it! Hold on. <laughs> I'm back. Hello. It's um, it's like I know you're gonna have your arms folded going into this like because you're not you're not into it you know like oh well well, look you're not a big loki fan but here's here's a really good indicator of how um you may like them here's a really good indicator of how poor these movies are being recepted this is essentially a reboot isn't it is it not no no this this it actually builds on the last one i've heard a lot from the people first, who would disagree the, with you. The first scene. Mm-hmm. No, from the first scene, it is building off of what the last one did. Okay, well, and I'm never like, going to see the the last one, so. Well, and, and <laughs> that's just, fine. I it's not a reboot. It is not a reboot at <laughs> okay. all. It's, it's just okay. like taking it. I've, and I've like read a lot of t- things that, that, that say otherwise. But. Well, I mean, you can consider it a reboot. That's fine. But what it is, is just taking that the last two movies and like mm-hmm. uh, you didn't like that okay we're gonna we're gonna uh uh shift your your view of it we're gonna we're gonna take it and okay we're gonna turn it a little bit and look at it through this prism mm-hmm. and chris helmsworth is the guy that it, it's he's the catalyst he, like if if he doesn't buy in and isn't afraid to make fun of himself mm-hmm. and and play the big dumb stupid uh as gar as guardian god 
of thunder, which is is a silly thing to even think of. Um, like my like people that didn't. Okay, so I was in a theater. Mm-hmm. All right, it was Tightwad Tuesday, and <clears throat> I go into the theater. I sit down about fifteen minutes before the movie starts. Got my uh, two two dollar and fifty cent popcorn. So I got my, great, so great. Yeah, it's the best. But you guess who gets com- comes in and sits with me? Like so, I sit be I my perfect seat is like four or five rows up from the the middle row or the mm-hmm. middle uh, walkway, mm-hmm. you know, and back up so you can kind of get a downward view of the screen, you know. <clears throat> well. I walk in and there's like couples here and there and I'm like, okay, I got to kind of, I go up like four rows, but I'm off to the side a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, people just keep, keep walking in, keep walking in. And it's everybody there is over 60 years old every, and it's all couples. And Ooh. like, I got like a couple to my left, a couple to my, like, and they're sitting like, no one is sitting close to like in front of that, um, that middle walkway. So like half the theater is full, the other half is totally no one sitting up there, mm-hmm. and people were like sitting like right beside me, and like at one point I'm like okay I'm getting up, I'm walking down, or I'm going to the bathroom, and then I'm just coming back in and sitting in the front, and watching the rest of the movie, and I and it was kind of a dick move, but mm-hmm. um, but like all the people that were there were uh, retirees, and they were laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. Like you take that for what it's worth. But um it yeah, all it all hinged on uh Helmsworth being able to make fun of himself and yeah. he pulled it off. I, I like I know like it's gonna be a hard sell for you. I really do. I, I, I no, it's not. It's not. I've I've sat through <clears throat> Thor and Doctor Strange, so uh, I'm, well, I'm Doctor obviously Strange in this I'm movie. obviously a masochist. Um, we, we do get a little Doctor Strange oh, th- in this movie. Thank God. Yes. What is the where Where are you on the whole Benedict Cumberbatch thing? Uh, I think he's a good actor. I just okay. I haven't seen anything that he's like that's great in. Yeah, that's how I am. I I don't like. Um, I actually I like the uh, the con the Star Trek two like the reboot the mm-hmm. whatever it was the Dark World. Like whatever it was, yeah, he was fine yeah. in it. Okay, I yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as I'm. I'm not. I just I feel like I haven't seen him in the right thing yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, I I mean, I think we both were kind of like the Doctor Strange thing was like it. I guess it was there. It needed to be there for the Infinity War. He needs to be mm-hmm. in, involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm telling you right now, like I. Ha- and listen, I, I said a couple weeks ago about how, why can't comic movie book movies be fun? You know, why does it have to be so dark? You know, mm-hmm. at the same time, my favorite comic book movies are The Watchmen and The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I understand it. I am hypocritical and I am cons- no, consistency I mean, is the hobgoblin of simple minds. Yeah. And you, I you will don't stand wanna, behind that. And, and everything becomes a copy of a copy, too. When yeah. you're talking about movies like Dark Knight for a while everything was trying to be dark night and it's just it's it's not and it won't be and it can't be and uh and so it gets it's derivative so so it's okay to 
love these darker movies and and want something fun. Yeah, I got, and I this movie back. was like front to back fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Kate Blanchett as the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's good and like really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I. I can't say enough about this movie. I mean, I okay. gave it, I think I gave it an eight, maybe a nine. That's oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it just, I, it just, I enjoyed myself. And that's, and my, I, I, you know, this, I, I don't, I feel I, like I, you know, the biggest it, sin. I guess it's the, the, the movie snob in me that wants to like justify it, but like, F it. I'm good. You don't have to justify. It. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the biggest sin is I think a movie can commit is is being uninteresting. Yeah. So, hey, it, it doesn't have to be, uh, what are we, a prestige picture? Just be interesting. Just be fun. Yeah. And it doesn't, have, you know, it doesn't have to make you think. Um, those are nice. Everything has its time and its place. Um. All, all I, all I asked of you, I, I've, I think I told you. Uh, all I want is uh, you just need to, if you like it, you just need to sell me on it. And well, I, I, all oh. I ask of you is to go in and do if we go from this to this, <laughs> Un, uncross those arms, I, and I, just be like, and have an open mind, and because it, it at times it's going to be uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum, yeah, great in it. Well, nails it. Like, hey, <laughs> I mean, that's like saying so, water's wet. Yeah. Um, it's it's a worthy. I mean, it's the highest ranked or it's the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes for a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's sitting at like ninety three percent. Um. Uh, yeah, I, is the highest. Okay. I mean, it, like, and I agree with it. And like, I'm. And maybe I'm like just a, a, a sheeple and going along with the masses, but like I was anxious to see it and then see what the whole the whole hubbub was about it. And mm-hmm. I tell you what, it it pulled it off. And like, yeah, I dare you. I dare you. No, you know what? No, I hope you. I dare you not to like it. <laughs> dare you? Well, now now you're just trying to to appeal to the. Uh contrarian in me uh, yeah. <laughs> nice try i hate this movie uh mm. okay i i i'll i'll see it i want to see it i um I, i'm not saying it's it's one of those things that throws every everything out but everything i read was this is this is a soft reboot of the franchise they're trying to inject some life into it because it uh and but it's, it's, it's this is it's unfair. Not. It's not. It absolutely is. I don't know who you're hearing that from. I, but it's a lot absolutely of not reviews that well, I've read you know, and watched. I don't know um, how many people you podcast with about movies a week, but it it it. it there's so many references. Just one, to, but it's like, kind of turning back into two. Matt seems to want to talk. <laughs> yeah, Matt seems a little to want to talk a about little. what he's watching lately. And he's yes, trying to horn in on our territory. But. It's um, it's not because they reference everything. It like a soft reboot. I guess they're just putting a a a a, a, uh, a, a twist on it. Maybe they are trying to do it that way, like make it a little bit lighter and funner. Yeah, and make it a, I mean, because uh, it's a dead fish of a franchise. 
Yeah, it really was. And, like, mm-hmm. it was, it, you know, the second one was, it was kind of crappy. But I still, like, I still kind of liked it just because I love uh, Chris Helmsworth. I think he's he's uh, charming and, I, you I, know. I, I, I like him, too. He was in uh, Cabin in the Woods, therefore. Yeah. He's great. So, uh, if I didn't tell you on it by now, and if you weren't going to watch it, I'm not talking about you particular, but mm-hmm. anybody listening. Mm-hmm. Um, if you weren't going to watch it before this, uh, you probably I didn't sell you. But uh, if you thought maybe, hey, and it's only it only came out last week, and I was happy to get to the movie theater and yeah. see a movie. It's been a while. You did it. Yes. I. Hmm. Hmm. Alien Covenant might be the last movie I saw in the theaters. So mm. I'm due for a much better one. Disappointed. Well, I, 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 I know. I, I liked know, it I enough. Know. I'm, I'm still. Yeah. Still. Hey. I mean, any anything with a good flute scene. Yes. I'm there. Tom Hiddleston's uh, better acting brother, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> they can be like in the uh, in their uh, smaller roles. Mm-hmm. You know, in their uh, indie films and stuff, they could be like mistook for each other, right? A little bit. I don't know. I could, I guess I could see that. I don't know any. I only know Tom Hiddleston as Loki, and I find that character to be so played. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Anyways, um, so that was the big. The, the big movie that you that you saw that you really liked um anything anything else any other any other watches this week no like i said i um the jumanji and mm-hmm. I, I mean yeah i watched probably six yeah close to six movies this week and uh Fuck. i i had i had intentions man i i was gonna be somebody this past week i was gonna watch willow creek well i was gonna oh yeah mm-hmm. i i just Thought I was gonna watch more movies. Yeah, well, get off that curb. Yeah, but I mean, this just goes right back to the thing where I, I just put it on and it's twenty two minutes. Cur- you got curb stopped. Curbs, yeah, I got curbs stopped. <laughs> oh, stop! Um, hmm. Yeah, twenty two minutes, and then I go and do something else. Usually, sleep or I've been riding my bike a lot. That's great. Yeah, that's I've heard that. Of, that's a lot of fun. I've heard. A lot of fun. Um. Any. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Any. Any closing thoughts? Uh. You're right there. You're right there. There, Margie. No. I just think I'm gonna barf. Yes. This is real music. Dark, brooding, important, groundbreaking. Check out the lyrics. Darkness! More darkness! 